They never said the Sykes podcast was too much. Who knows more about music than us? The Sykes is a black podcast playing all genres with a sprinkle pop culture and a shit ton of food. If you're not from DC, you probably don't know what size you And it's from Yellowshirt. Now I'm ready. I'm ready to sing <laughs> What you want to try that theme song? That theme song is ridiculous. I don't even know what to say. I just decided I was a little different. I, I, I didn't do what the young girls do, the fast girls. <laughs> I will press play on uh, to love DC only because it's in DC. I'm like four episodes uh, in. Also, touch up my appearance. Shout out to Ver- <laughs> Veronica James, stylist to the stars. She styles that show. But what just okay, so that's because the people on there dress bad. So if she don't style them, <laughs> she styles the host. She styles Uncle Tommy. I didn't glue my wig down, so it's sticking up a little bit. All right, she's ready to love. <laughs> I, I, the thing I, is, it's only like one or two people that I think are actually from DC on this season. Everybody else is trans ties. Yeah, because I saw the girl that's from the Bronx. She got up and fine. Her makeup and that wig look crazy. Yeah. Nice lady, though. Yeah, she seems sweet. The women are better than the men. One of the women. That's every season. Oh, okay. So nothing new. Um, what else? I mean, that's real life. <laughs> You're missing Earth. I know it ain't. I know it ain't. I know okay, it ain't. Okay, let's not the show for real. We're supposed to be talking about Summer Walker and her new album, Still Over It. So, Summer, the album is set to debut at number one on the Billboard Hot 200 chart and sell 100 to 190 units, streaming only 182 to 247 million streams. Which makes Summer Still Over It the highest streamed R&B album debut in literal history. Everybody at this concert but us. Tiana. Mm-hmm. I just sent you a video with Junie on stage with, with Tiana. Over it. Still over it. <laughs> That's our mood. Uh, 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 uh. I know it ain't. I know it ain't. I know it ain't. I know it ain't. The style. Yeah. Oh, it's your girl. It's your girl. It's the, that part kills me. <laughs> What is wrong with her? It's your girl. She funny as shit. She was on the most recent episode of Insecure too, and was funny. acting like herself. Right. Oh, I'm watching Insecure now, y'all. Oh, y'all yeah. lied. That show is not good. But oh my god, please. But I tell you what, if they made the rest of the season, Lawrence and that baby mother, greatest show ever made on TV. Oh, that's where the meat of the show is at is that story I don't really be caring about the rest of them they don't do nothing compelling you, you're not invested like but the rest of the they day. dress good now though so, oh fuck it Shiona Tarini got them doing what they need to damn do 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 <laughs> they look good now I love that I like the style progression that you see in everybody too because as a fan from Jump Issa couldn't dress at all 
And now it's just interesting to see how she's gotten to a good place of style. Yeah. I think everybody looks great now. Mm-hmm. Glad you're watching against your will, but nonetheless. This episode is about to get on my nerves. Watch. It's kind of bullshit. My folks keep singing. Oh, I was about uh, to I didn't know if you wanted me to continue the vocal. You know I'm about to get my record due. Tell me what's changed. Is it my status? Is it my fame? Is it my pockets? Is it my change? Is it my right? Is it my vein? Oh! What song is that? Bitter. It's the break. I mean, no love. It's the breakdown. It's the oh, bridge. yeah. Okay. It's the bridge after her and says to start yelling. Okay. So let's be real, everybody. The most anticipated album this year was Summer Walker. And here at the site, we are doing things a little different, and we're going to give you a full album review on this episode. Why we never do this? And before? if y'all like these, we'll keep doing them. So, like, speak up, speak into the mic, step into the light, Carolyn. So, me and Muse, I think, went into this sophomore album from different places. Oh, of course. Um, I historically did not like over it, even though playing games and body are. Um, words whispered to the ear of Christ. The rest of the album can choke. The taste is in question. That's all I'm going to say. I just felt like Over It was a half-baked album. It was little bits and pieces of songs. It was so much auto-tune. It sounded like all one song. It sounded like Tink cosplay. Oh, my God. And I was just bored. And the thing is, y'all know my favorite, well, used to be favorite summer project is Clear, and I felt like over it was a regression of you know the greatness that was over it and it just felt it was just boring to me so i was kind of walking into this album scared that i'll be bored all over again and that 20 tracks will be a 25 minute album which is basically over it what is it giving i can't like it's giving my skin looks flawless and it's pretty filter the pretty filter don't work on my computer because Oh, you, I was about to say, you already pretty, though. I was about to say, maybe it's, maybe I didn't need to touch up anything because it <laughs> it didn't do anything when I pressed the button. I definitely come from a different place of fanship when it comes to Summer's Catalog. I love Over It. I think that it makes sense that in two years it hasn't left the Billboard charts. I think it makes sense that the, the ear of the industry is under this girl's voice and command at this point because... The relatability that everybody has been doing musically, hers hit in a very specific place. Like, every girl don't come from the same place as Summer, but every girl be crying to this music. It's something about her musicality. She just understands something a little bit different than the other artists that are out right now, even though she come from the same vein. Like, I understand where you're saying over it was more of the same it sounded like a regression from Clear because Clear was where we finally got introduced to some of her live stylings. And I think that Summer is the type of artist that really thrives in front of a band. So things that I like on Still Over It that I wish were on Over It are more of the instrumentation piece. You know how we be like songs don't sound real? Still Over It got all the real songs on it. But... Over it, I really spent a full two years with that album, and I just, I still go back to it. Like, 
it was it just came out. I love that album. Potential, anime, off of you, just might be uh oh my god. Like thing in the background, Chris Brown. The fact of the matter is, yo, I don't like struggle love music. Like I like it when it be crying out to your boo. Like that's one thing, but it just be like I'm not into this new brand, this new breed that Gen Z loves of like toxic relationship music. And I know that's what relationships are. So this is a this is a, a microcosm of what dating is like now. Um, but I want the fantasy of of people really being in love and loving the person they with, and even though still over is very much chronicling a toxic relationship, I think that Summer has songs and has particular lines where you can hear how much she loved London. Yeah, I completely agree. And so that's what makes me like this album more, where I can still everything. Because somebody said this the other day, they was like, "Oh, it might have been India." India Sean said something like, "Can we bring love back into the music?" And I'm saying that I'm saying that as a. She said, "Can we bring love back to the music?" And I'm saying that's a challenge to myself as well. I want to put more love in my music because everything be about I don't need you. I ain't fucking with you. This shit toxic. And it's like, where's the love at? We, as a cast, have an issue with the state of R&B from a topical standpoint anyway. It just doesn't give happy in their own situations. And it's very relatable content. Like, I, I can relate, but it's still not good. Niggas used to be in love. Like, Shantae Moore was so pressed that she had a man. Like, she was literally reading the girls because they didn't have what she had. So, coming from a place where that is was the, the most popular of sound and then now it's like everybody is down and out it's like it is a turn a turn has been taken a pivot has been made a shift is happening but i think that summer uniquely did it it's like so crazy that you gotta be in love to deal with it and she really dealt with it and i think that london on the track being an executive producer his name is literally on every song y'all that man is credited on every song even though she's reading him for blood mud and scud throughout this entire album she claimed he put his name on there and they do nothing she said he put a wind chime on on two songs this is sean garrett album is what you want oh sorry i thought you were talking about london sorry i I am i am i am i'm talking about london he did do the wind chime set but like he's credited on every song and shouldn't be because I know he wasn't standing for it in the studio while she was literally bashing him to the ground. I don't think he was there. I think she made this whole album without him being around. Like, I feel like certain so I feel like he was around for, like, bitter. And, like, it kind of goes in order. Like, the breakup is happening throughout the album. So I feel like, and then the timestamps kind of check off that, too, on the track. Yeah, they be off and on. Yeah, so... The makeup of the album is a toxic relationship. It's an on again, off again situation. There's a there's child there's a child involved now. There's baby mama drama. Like, and she tells the story of it so succinctly. It's like, damn, she really loved him. He really fucked her over, and we're really watching it unfold through song. I like that because in my mind, that makes this a concept album. It's just the concept is her real life. And I had a tweet, they didn't go viral, but it was, it, it touched the heart of R&B Twitter that it was kind of doing a couple numbers. 
But I said that Still Over It is the Vivian Green A Love Story album for this generation. I see it. Because for folks that like are like, what? So Vivian Green, you know, she had that song uh, Emotional Roller Coaster, which was like her big single from that song. But the whole album itself followed her falling in love with this guy, going through stuff, breaking up, self-discovery and in the end of the end of the album is meeting somebody new and so we kind of do the same thing with summer where she's like starting the album like defending her boyfriend like mm-hmm. y'all baby moms is jealous of our love y'all not gonna be shit you jealous to man this dude really putting me through it to oh i really love this guy to i'm single i'm really done for real to whoop, i'm pregnant to <laughs> No, seriously. To, to you and your mom can choke to Sierra's prayer. And I just love, and I, I think that, and some guy was in my mentions getting mad at me, and I said, you know, you have to think about it from the mindset of what young people are going through now. Like, the classy shit that Vivian Green was going through, is not, it, it don't exist now. Like, mm-hmm. breakup's not classy now. <laughs> like, Breakups is ghetto. Baby moms is involved. Fighting is involved. You know, blocking on social media is involved. So this is it's different. It's but just it's the more same, public. It's the same concept. Yeah. It just looks different because this generation a little more turned up. But I think I love concept albums. Like once I realized, once I accepted that Hotel was a concept album, I was able to like it a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um but I love it. I mean, like, even Summer, like you said, put dates next to each song so you can really track the, the timing of their relationship. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I think, so coming from Over It, which I felt was just thrown together jam session, I felt like she really put time into this album. I think she really put herself into this album. And I love that it's just different sounds because over it wasn't was a very consistent trap drum auto tune sound. But I mean, she's giving you. I mean, as you go through each song, we'll discuss. But the songs have different feels and are doing different things. They're longer. It's background vocals that are background vocaling like never before. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a lush album. It's so good. I love it. I also like how she bookends the album with other tales of baby momhood, right? So, a fourth baby momhood. A fourth so baby y'all don't know, Cardi and Sierra and Summer are all the fourth baby mom of some rapper. Yep. So I called that out in the play-by-play where we were like listening in real time and live tweeting. <laughs> and people were shocked that that's what it was. But then also it was just interesting to watch because people didn't know. And I thought that it was purposeful. It seemed purposeful that she did that. Like they have a specific type of experience like with that number and then the the ins and outs of dealing with the man in the industry and all of that. So I was like, this is kind of a fun fact and we should put this in our review timeline, all of that. So I did. And who doesn't want sage advice from Cardi B? Like, duh. I thought that was a great way to open up the album because it sounded like a real phone call. I really think that Cardi hit her up off some, we don't know each other like that, but we both famous and I just wanted to talk to you for five seconds because been there and you need to own this if you really are pregnant 
tell the people where you want to in your own time and your music. And if they want to get clout uh, off of you, then you can get clout uh, off of them. Love that. Because it's true. Bitter also already charted. So a thing that people probably don't know about Summer, and we alluded to it a little bit in like the opening, but she's the digital streaming doll baby. She's broken records for woman sung R&B that no one has touched except for Beyonce, and she surpassed those numbers. So like, she's a really big deal. Her, her first, her actual debut album over it is still on the Billboard charts. Like it's, it never left from its debut. And now this one is scheduled to be number one as well by the time that the Billboard reports or whatever. So I'm just like, she's doing what she's supposed to do. On our last episode, we talked about how she's is, was, maybe in a shitty label deal. But I feel like there has to be some type of uncoupling of her and that contract because she's doing way too well for herself numbers-wise in a day where numbers don't even really be a thing for her to not recoup some of those funds. Like, get your money, sis. Did I ever tell you about that joke? <laughs> uh, one of my friends, because you know Young and May on her little, what's her, whatever her big song was called, she said, get that money, sis. Mm-hmm. You know what she, so one of my friends didn't realize that Young and May was a woman and thought that Young and May was a gay male rapper because he said, get that money, sis. <laughs> You probably did tell me that before. People think and say anything, and I don't understand. I don't either. <laughs> I really don't. People are insane. Okay, so are you ready to go song by song? <sighs> by the end of this, <laughs> Sierra's Prayer, I'm going down to the genius, screenshotting the lyrics and putting them on a post-it note, mirror such a situation like being Mary Jane. Like, I'm not playing with y'all. Okay, bitter. Let's go. So I'm not gonna lie. Okay, I can I can actually kind of do it without it, but in terms of a song, but I like it. I'm I, in my mind. I say it's an intro to kind of get me into the mindset of the story that's being told. And I I don't understand not being able to do with it because a song, but I do. Yeah, under- but you know how you be saying like little Uzi songs don't be real songs. That's how I feel about this, but it sets up the situation. I get that. She do this like mumble, like mm-hmm thing in the beginning that Cassie does, <laughs> but when no, like really no one would know that but me, so we don't have to talk about it. I just like that she she opens her songs up very jarring, so it like pull you in immediately, like. Bitch, better stop playing with me. Why is that the first thing we can audibly hear you say? Like, why? What happened? Because now I want to know. Baby. Well, the first two baby moms be on social media, let it have. Yeah. And at all times. They was going off the night the album dropped. Oh, God. Clout, huh? Off of you. <laughs> so let's set the song up real quick. You can say she's chronicling the breakup, the tumultuous relationship, the turmoil, and all of that. It sets the tone for, all right, well, I'm with him and y'all talking shit. I'm going to come to his aid. I'm going to defend my man. I'm not going to let y'all be doing all of this because this is, at the end of the day, my shit. But she later on realizes that 
Y'all, ever, y'all ever seen that picture of Beyonce and Jay-Z at the Rock Nation brush? He's standing behind her, like, peeking <laughs> over her shoulder. And somebody said, me, when my girl be singing Summer Bitter. Because <laughs> Summer really was like, yo, I'm defending this man. Like, he is a good man, Savannah. He was going to bat for him. So why you putting on for Shade Room and Insta? Mad at the fact that it's me, but this shit is bigger than me and you alone. See? <laughs> Ugh. How he don't care about his children? Y'all won't even let him get them. And that's but by that, but by that, but by the end of the album. Well, I love when she said, <laughs> "You and ain't shit, bitch. Claim you independent, but you ain't this shit." I love that. Wait, wait. JT tweeted that today. <laughs> <laughs> That is funny. You and ain't shit, bitch. Sully your children, your mama ain't raised shit. Oh my god. My part is when she said, "Oh y'all," you, she said something like, "Oh you thought the dick was coming with the millions or something like that." She said, "It's like, bro." And now that we know what we know about her initial dealings with money, wasn't nobody getting paid? <laughs> mm, it ain't all this cracked up to be doll baby. Ooh, she said bitter, mad at me, mad at my nigga, mad at the fact he ain't with you, mad at the fact he's mine, this shit bigger, okay? It was giving, ooh, bitch, double homicide. Right. <laughs> Triple homicide, because three baby mamas before her. Oops, count them out. <laughs> she is um, Which then leads us into the lead single, which everybody, including Summer, hates, apparently. But... <laughs> I don't know if y'all no, seen, but she was on live and she brought her manager on live and she was like, tell everybody that you picked this single, that I didn't want this as a single. Tell I, everybody. I just want them to hear you say it. She was going off. She was pissed. I was but the thing is, I don't hate the song. I, I think people just like hearing slow, sad stuff from Summer, but I don't hate the song at all. The girls wanted to cry immediately and I thought that it was a good business decision to have her start fresh, make this album anew with a song that we didn't expect from her. The topic of conversation is still the fucking same. Like, it's very much so a summer song if you listen to what she's saying. But Mm -hmm. because it's fast-paced and it's kind of like got an upbeat, I don't know. Like, it sounds happy, but it ain't. But it ain't, exactly. Because (laughs) the chorus is, that bitch, your ex, (laughs) for a reason. Reasonable. What's crazy is I didn't realize she was saying that bitch or ex at the at when I first heard it because you know Mama this does have some auto tune on it. Yeah, it's probably the most heavily auto tuned one of the yeah, album. which I was like, some he was definitely around for. And but the, um, the the huh? mastering, the mixing and mastering of the album is a little bit faulty here because this song starts off so boom in your face and it comes from the tales of the conversation on the phone so you can kind of hear the phone static and it's like not as of high quality as this song is so Mm -hmm. it starts it even come on and you think it's a happy song in the name (laughs) so yeah i feel like the in the again in the context of the album it makes sense it helps push the forward the story of what's going on and do I play it every time I listen to the album? No, but I don't dislike it. Yeah, I definitely skip it, but it's not a skip. I just right. That's a word. I skip it, but it's not a skip. 
I heard because sometimes that. I like it. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go skating. Oh. And it, it grew on me even more in the, like, in the sequencing of the album. It grew on me more than when I first heard it. And, you know, I don't really do the City Girls too tough at all. But JT don't bother me on this song. Like, <laughs> I actually like her verse. So I'll keep spending time with it because I'm really not listening to nothing else for the rest of the year. So I may yeah. have really like it. Like, and, and I just want to say, while we're here, I know a lot of people on R&B Twitter be like, Jasmine Sullivan got album of the year. It's too, she got too much competition for y'all to say that. I Especially when Summer gave us a 20-song album, and y'all try to compare a 20-song, no-skip album. Because I don't, technically, even if I skip it, None of the songs on here are a skip. Yeah, none. Like, so you give me a 20 no-skip album, and you want to compare that to a five-song EP or eight-song eight EP? Song. Yeah. I think that people were... I want Jasmine to get all of her flowers. I think. Oh, no, I want her to get her flowers, but I, also, like, I want her to get her flowers industrially. Yeah. But as R&B people, like within our little community... We have to own up to the fact that it was a good year for R&B and it wasn't just on the back of Jackson Sullivan at all. It really wasn't. Because I swabbed back to Sinead Harnett last week. Listen, <laughs> music has been out. I feel like whatever type of wrap-up we do, even if Spotify just do that shit for us and we talk about it on live, it's going to be some heavy hitters from the beginning of 2021 to the end. Like, Just think about everything that we've talked about on the cast thus far. We still Everybody play, went off. We still playing Joyce. We still playing Shanae Harnett. We still playing Still playing Lucky. Like still playing hiatus coyote. Still playing Leon Bridges. TikTok the girls gave music this year. And then we have the newer girls who came out towards the end because I'm still playing Maida, still playing Tone Stiff, still playing her. Still playing. I mean, we I feel like we're the only who that really be playing her album, but Cause y'all be reading her on Twitter, but the album did stuff. It, I it mean, y'all don't know that it's doing stuff because the singles be bad. But her album went off. She need to do a rebrand for the fall. Cause someone, somebody I follow on Twitter said this album would hit more in the fall. She shouldn't have dropped it in the summer. I feel like it's not a summer sounding album. Like if she gave us a deluxe like winter time, cozy me up. Mm -hmm. Come on, okay. Next no is No Love with SZA. Now, y'all know, not only was me and Summer on the outs, me and Scissors been on the outs for years. Yeah, you've really been on, Scissors been on your shit list since the beginning began. No, she, I used to live, I used to live. I was one of her first fans, let's be clear. SZA just run us the hair vendor so Stephanie could be back in your good graces. That's all I want. No, I want her. I want her to do what she don't hear and enunciate. And I want her to stay on task. And she was able to stay on task on this song because y'all know I'm still mad about the way she cut up so bad on um, Kiss Me More. Kiss Me More. Like that song was not given there. And then you come talking about fucking with you is like jail, nigga. Excuse me? Stop. You want a song that's about making out with your crush. Girl. Uh, 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 uh. I know it ain't. I know it ain't. I know it ain't. It's your girl. <laughs> Hold on. No. <laughs> yeah, that's unfortunate. But Pretty she lady. Finds, I 
miss her old face, though. I've been missing her old face lately. I feel like it's coming back because she's of a certain size right now. No, but she redid her nose and her lips got something going on. So she and she did something with that chin. Yeah, the chin is the chin is um pointing out. It's giving Jay Leno. Chinny chin chin. But I like all of the upgrades and nips and tucks that, that Solana has had. She looks great to me. She do look good, but she just I think she was just so adorable like with her first her first face is so adorable to me. It was. She had like a little girl quality to her. People don't be wanting to be adorable. People want be wanting to be grown. Everyone want to be a bad bitch. And, like, being a bad bitch is not, like, everything. Like, I don't, like, I think I have a, well, I used to have a little girl face. When I get my fillers, I'm going to be back looking like a little girl. But I, I don't know. Whatever. This has nothing to do with what we're talking about. So, back to no love. <laughs> Summer is enunciating. And for that, I will say God is good. Did you see Thick Kenzie remake this on TikTok? Who? Mackenzie White Kenzie singing so another thing that i love about this entire album and but this- gonna scream hold on let's go ahead and talk <laughs> while i pull it up doll the singing community is about to have a field day with the backgrounds of these songs it's so much space and opportunity in summer's music for you to interpretate like interpretate interpret <laughs> yeah you're ghetto <laughs> the way <laughs> The way that Mackenzie floated over top of this song, huh? I need to listen to that myself. I might put it in the damn playlist. Hold on. It's together. <laughs> Somebody's losing it. Somebody's losing it. I told you. <laughs> you will not shout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a crazy white lady. <laughs> I can't believe that I didn't send you that. <laughs> no, for real, for real, for real. And the thing is, oh, it's your girl, the white girl. <laughs> she ate that up real quick. For no reason. Oh, it's about to give TikTok to MP3. No shade. <laughs> if Mackenzie don't do nothing else but sing, she gonna sing. Y'all don't know who we talking about. We talking about one of the past voice contestants that has been tearing singing community up on the internet ever since her debut. She had a covers album that came out, I want to say, end of last year, beginning of this year. Uh, heavyset white girl, name is Mackenzie Thomas a singer she redid no love by summer featuring scissor and it's just like the way that she found nuance in the runs and riffs that summer didn't do and made them brand new in this i was just like wait a minute this was already my shit but now and no love already charted too the songs are on billboard 
Y'all might know McKenzie from the Broken Hearted um, Challenge. Broken Hearted Challenge. She was the only like big white girl that did it and was letting half. And then she was on Terrell Grice show screaming her head off. We love it. Um, Come on the cast. You know, one of my favorite pastimes is listening to a song and finding the, the missed run opportunities. And she discovered all of them. I was going to say, apparently it's her favorite pastime too. She invented the hobby. She's crazy. Like, I didn't think... Mind you, the song ain't been out five days. And she already didn't practice a full Jay Leno performance to it on TikTok. Excuse me? McKenzie needs to leave me alone. That lady sing. Yeah, she really do. She really, really do. And, you know, this isn't my favorite um, because it is about toxicity and just having raw sex with somebody you hate. And I don't like songs like that. But I want to I wanna call out something. I want to call out something. Cause something. Very much something when so honors said, if I did it all again, I would give like 10%. You deserve like half of that. And I'm going to need my money back. Huh. A refund, doll. Let me get on line with customer service. (laughs) (laughs) And like to annotate that further, she's basically talking on behalf of Summer in this part. And she's saying that addressing the issues with her ex-boyfriend, if it was me, you wouldn't have even been able to get what you got out of Summer. So you lucky that you had that bitch. People probably didn't get that deep into it, but that's what it gave with summer people be like oh i'm not sad enough to listen to summer but you've been there yeah it's not all you've been in a place where you be like yo i really gave this person 100 percent, and they was half-assing me mm-hmm. and i'm a bad bitch what she say with my designer pussy are you crazy <laughs> <laughs> stephanie is upset resonate with the children sis no because let me tell you what happened yesterday <laughs> so i posted a picture of me looking bomb on instagram like, definitely one of my best looks in a while. <laughs> and somebody I used to do with liked the picture. And he's dating a white girl now because everybody that I've dealt with in New York is dating a white girl now. And I was just like, wow. Like, I, like you really you really fumbled me for this record that looked like a Tom's. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Do people still wear Toms? That is an awful shoe. <laughs> Corey said, "Like wet cornbread." Ugh, jiffy. Ah, uh, but no, like, and that's the thing. I feel like summer is the Mary J. Blige for young girls. <laughs> Somebody on Twitter said, "Y'all acting like summer about to put out share my world." She did. If you twenty five. <laughs> I was Cooley <laughs> said she might. <laughs> I mean, she might. <laughs> it's no shade. Yeah, because like she really speaks to the hearts of the people without even finding her experience. You would think that it would be unique, but I got two little sisters that this is the album of their life story right now. So I'm like pretty much it resonates with the children just because you're not going through it and it might be sad to you 
it's going to be a lyric, a line, a stanza that you can relate to. Because I know several women who are off some fuck niggas get money shit. And that's all SZA's is talking about towards the end of her verse. Just CC me, me, just that dick when I call. Dick when I call. Like That's me with the love of my life right now. I'm um I'm I decided I'm just you know I'm I told you I'm going to happy hour I'm putting my rose in my purse and I'm gonna text them and I'll be like my rose is in my purse what's up that's all I wanna do is fuck <laughs> get drunk I know he invested anyway so oh my god and the next song on our track list of the day yeah. <laughs> You said, girl, shut up. <laughs> you said, girl, get up. Girl, get up. <laughs> I, I just want to also say, I love that so many of y'all are saying, girl, get up now. And be saying it for anything. I love that it don't even be making sense. That's the best part. We was really talking. Because the girls do need to get up. Listen, girl, get up. I said that when I went to see Eternals last night. Somebody was on the ground. I was like, girl, get up. <laughs> it was this man snoring in the movie theater, too. Oh, my God. I went on a date with a guy. He was to sleep in the movie and started to snore. I was so embarrassed. That's mortifying. And I, I was is, so embarrassed. It was like, you should be embarrassed. Are you not embarrassed? Especially because I bought the ticket. And I was like, that was wasting my $8. Yeah. It was embarrassing. I was a me- I'm a member at BAM, so my tickets be uh, $8 and not 15 Anyway, um... Now, for me, number four is where the album starts. So, I'm not going to say it's where the album starts, but it's where the production gets turned up a notch. It's Throw It Away starts the venture into new territory musically for Summer, to me, on this album. The first three tracks are Heavy Summer. Heavy Summer. Even though, even though Still, wait, what is it called? That bitch away for a reason. Even though that song is a departure, this is even further taking you along the ride of, okay, I am maturing in my sound. I have new people on my team. This is not solely produced by London. Listen to what I got to offer. And I like that because that was a big gripe. I like what London does with Summer, but I think in order for artists to grow, they have to be able to recreate magic with multiple people they can't just have mm-hmm. a specific sound from one given production team or or artist or anything like that like i think that this venture off with sean garrett and the different people she worked with was really beneficial for her musically mm-hmm. agreed how are you going to throw it away how are you going to sit and act like it was nothing? She sounded like Tyrese. Why are you want to act like that? <laughs> we just finished making love. God damn it. How you going to throw it? Well, what's the sample? There's a sample and I can't figure out what it is. The timeline is saying that it's a Kiki Palmer, and, I mean, Kiki Wyatt and Avant sample. <laughs> I didn't mean to press play on that. Oh, 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 wait, hold on. So Genius actually breaks down the interpolation at the bottom. So the interpolation is nothing in this world. I don't know how to turn it off. (laughs) 
Um, okay, I didn't mean to. And it's so much weight. Had me thinking I was average for you to blame, nigga. But when it, when the, when the beat first started, I thought that it was. That was your final warning. Dun, 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 dun. Don't call me in the morning. Anyway, I thought it was that, but because I'm a member of Genius at this point, I was like, okay, they're going to tell me what it really is. Shout out to Kiki. All right, my beer flew up into my nose. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Throw It Away for me is where the album starts. That's when I'm like, all right, Summer said it's, it's, it's overtime now. Like, I'm really about to let have on y'all like, musically. The creep in of Sean Garrett, because he really thought this was his album. Like, his vocals are not taken off of these demos at all. No, Sean, <laughs> Sean Garrett is to still over it what Faith Evans was to um, my life. Listen. Faith was screaming and hollering all over my life. <laughs> up and through. And the thing, like, the people who wrote this, like, a team, because Avant wrote on this, even though they sampled the song. Fucking Hitmaker wrote on this. Summer wrote mm-hmm. on this. I wonder if London name is in here because of some he get a certain percentage type shit or if he really was in there writing with them. We'll do some recon again. She said he wasn't around for nothing. Not even the pregnancy. And the next song is... <laughs> the next song is Reciprocate. Ooh. Ooh. Now, Reciprocate is my new potential. Like, <laughs> the way that I... And this song, and again, she starts off the right way with all of her music. First of all, forget these bitches. <laughs> Mama is the first line queen. Why is that how you open the song? She really be kicking my door down, for sure. I don't know about y'all's. She said, you know I'm a different girl. I come from a different world. Not, no Whitley. My part is when you when she says, um, I want to say it right, so let me scroll because I don't, you know, black people make up our own lyrics. She said, I know you met me at the club, but I'm different. I'm really fucking with your heart. Am I tripping? That's my part because people be thinking they meet you a certain way that you won't be a like, oh, you meet, like, there's actually, it's so funny because people be trying to play summer. But it is so many parallels. So everybody be trying to play Summer and like down her and her musicality. But when she says on um, on Reciprocate, like, I know you met me in the club, but I'm different. I'm really fucking with your heart. Am I different? It reminds me of Be With You remix, Mary J. Blige and Lauren Hill. When Lauren Hill says, um, we can make a healthy love, strong, get a love, because you met me in the club, grinding to some reggae dub. That ain't where I want to be. I need a family. Okay, nigga. Like, I know you met me in the club, busting it open, but it's giving wife and mom. So what's tea? <laughs> so what's tea? A question. Questions that need answers. I also think that it just speaks to a place of relationships where niggas meet you a certain way and then they don't expect you to grow or they don't expect you to become a different person or even a better person and they want to box you in and hold you to the standard of who they met you as but that's not even how like evolution works wait a minute text another song on doja cat and 
and the weekend, I got a man, but I want you. That's right. He says, the weekend says to her, he, he's attached to the woman that you used to be. Huh. That's how, listen, a couple strokes and you'll belong to me. Hello? Talk about a weekend, dur. Huh. It's the bare minimum for me. I don't want to. And the way she sings it. It is the minimum of me. I don't want to throw it away. You're going to have to reciprocate. Arm stretch. It's the bare minimum. For me. She's telling you that it don't even take much. She just wants you to put in at least what she putting in so that y'all could be full. You're going to have to reciprocate. Okay. And this is what I was saying to our boyfriend when he called me on Sunday. All I wanted was for you to stay. Did you sing to him? It's the bare minimum. I should have. But what I had said to him, I was like, I don't be asking you for nothing. I was like, the other girls you go in the past ask you for money, buy me this, this Chanel bag, do this. I was like, I don't ask you for nothing. All I ask you to do is hold your words and do what you say you want to do. If you say you won't be here at X, you will be at X place at X time, be here at X place at X time. It's the bare minimum. I'm not asking you for nothing. I was talking about this when we was in LA because like the boys trip always turned into like love, life, dating, whatever, because niggas, we want to talk about stuff like that. And most, most men not only hold themselves accountable for shit, but they also are not self-aware. Mm-mm. I really feel like from the track list and listening to what London, I mean, not London, what Summer is saying, London just be out here willy-nilly. Like, he don't really even own up to nothing. He don't really know what he's doing. And in certain cases, when he do know what he's doing, it's at the expense of someone else. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, grow up. It just, it, the album at, in full made me feel like Summer is actually growing up. Because remember... Yeah. When we were listening to Over, I was just like, I want better for her. I love the album, but I want better for her. I don't want her to be dealing with this type of shit all the time. This is all she sing about. And mm-hmm. now it's gotten to a point where we realize she was really in love with someone who was doing all of these things to her, and she's, like, singing herself out of it. I love that. And, and that's what I think a lot of people are missing with this album. And Listen, get your jokes off. Because I love all the men being like, damn, my girl about to break up with me this weekend. Like, men were living in fear all weekend. (laughs) And it's like, get your jokes off. But I think that's another reason why I love this album so much. Is This is really her, my life. It is. It is. Because she's like, yo, like, wait a minute now. This, this this ain't it. This ain't, I'm, I'm, I'm so bigger than this. I'm beyond this. I'm bigger than this shit. And, and like, I think that out. when you're a young girl having that revelation, and I'm about to look and see how old Mary was when she put out my life, but it's that's why I love this album because she's really stepping into herself. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why Summer's music translates because we're watching her literally grow up. I think that this album will make her even closer to her fans. Because people who thought that they could relate to her before are seeing her kind of blossom in a way. Like, she's still telling a similar story, but the feeling and the reward is actually different. Because you see her come out of it on the other side. 
she not just still stuck by the end of the album. And I appreciate that. And I just looked it up. Mary was 23 when my life came out and summer is like 24. Yeah. So, you know, this is definitely that trend, that turning point. Mm-hmm. If Summer really follow a married trajectory and start giving us albums, like, if she give us a just fine, I might leave Earth. I can't. I don't want nothing like that from her. I mean, she got it, but that'll take, that'll be in, like, 15 years. I'll still be ready to go. But we'll still be, we'll, we'll be actual aunts and uncles by the end. Like, right now, we thinking. In 15 years, we will be in our 40s and 50s, doll. So it's giving very much jazz fest. Let me stick to my retinol regimens then, because I don't have Listen, time. pretty filter, make it real life, okay? Dress up, make it real for me. Hashtag, be the filter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you, I hope you can hear me. I forgot to plug up this ice. It's fine. You be louder than me on the edits, so I just be, like, trying to talk into the mic. Um, I feel like, because you know how you said I talk real low? I do. On the cast. <laughs> it's, a, it's a real live thing everybody let's let's be clear darlington because <laughs> you loud out in person <laughs> ghetto on the cast getting the t-shirt made stat music's real ghetto y'all i need everybody to understand me okay so once we leave reciprocate, this is where <laughs> it starts to fucking fall. I have not personally been triggered enough to well up in the eyeballs. Oh, I have. I cried when I first heard the song. But you don't know me is at the bare bones of the song. She's talking about being in this same ugh, conscious uncoupling that she's that she's been in. And realizing that like no matter what we've been through everything that we've been through all of the trials and tribulations us falling in love us falling out of love us getting back together us dealing with baby mama drama us having our own kid you still don't know me like you still don't know who i am and i just been sticking beside it look at the screen this whole time and like this this realization in any relationship is really disheartening like i have definitely been here before like i don't know my ex said something to me the other day and i was like wow like i you still just have this image of me this like you this person that you think i am and i'm i'm nothing of the sort like it's 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 so crazy it's so crazy how people just don't i don't know perception is reality to a lot of people and when you are in a situation with somebody you fuck with them a long way y'all are building y'all are together y'all are like exclusive all of that and then come to find out they just don't have any clue who you are for real. That's wild. I'm gonna end up crying at this watch. Child, you listen. <laughs> Yo, I done got me a grief, I gotta be a grief coach. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, I'm, and, and I'm bringing this song up in my session on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like the pre-chorus says it's been two years, we got some kids, we've been going through hella shit. Traveled the world, ran up the bag. We done done it all. And that's why it's sad that you don't know me. Don't know me. Not and like then, I know you. And then when she says, don't get me wrong, I know it's a lot. Long flights, long nights, fast cars, it never stops. But you can take a minute 
just to pay attention to me for once. You should know my body by now. You should know my mind by now. And it doesn't seem to matter how many times I try, but I cry, I say it nice, I yell it out loud, I write it down. I'm tired. Tired. You don't know. You don't know me. Because you know my situation is not with the love of my life. You know, the love of my life loves and accepts me for who I am. But my early pandemic, my early 2021 relationship, this man, we have been friends for years. And I really thought that he knew me. And I thought that transitioning into a relationship would be great. But I'm like, oh, this dude really know me. Because I never had to. I'm not the kind of person that give representatives anyway. But he know me like that's my nigga. So I thought that when we got into a relationship, that he would be like, with the shit. And it's one thing for the person you with to not know you. But it's, a, it's even deeper when a person you with know you. Like really starts getting to know you and don't like you. Yeah. Because that's what happened. He was like, oh, I don't like this girl. Like, this not... Because the thing is... People, like, not this girl. I don't like her in a romantic way. Like, I don't like who she is as a person. Yeah, like, I don't vibe with, like, your being. Like, everything that makes you you, I actually am not into that. That's fucked up. But, like, wow. that's not... That's not the person's fault. Like, this song, this is not Summer's fault. Mm-hmm. You may have been able to realize it earlier on before they did some of the things that they did to build the connection even deeper but like if i'm putting myself fully into something and you still don't just understand who i am and you think all of these crazy things because you have this idea of me that you mm-hmm. built up that you continue to go along with that's you so mm-hmm. i London, but you made up this girl that you thought that you was with and then come to find out mm, you actually don't know her and that's hurtful for all parties involved i think mm-hmm yeah, I listened, so like, on my way back from L.A., I had like a really crazy flight itinerary. So I left L.A. at 11.59 Saturday night to be home in D.C. by Sunday morning. But I had a layover in Chicago for like an hour and some change. And I'm in this long-ass Starbucks line just like going off to summer. And this song came on, and that's when I finally, because this is like my fourth listen, right? So I listened to the album once all the way through the night that it came out. And then every time I had time to myself, I just played it again. But this was the first time that I actually was listening to the feeling behind the lyrics. And I started to like interpret it for myself. And I was like, wow, this is literally like, you could be in a place like this with somebody even after you break up. Cause it's still, if you're the type of person who has any type of cordialities or ongoing love for or friendship existing with an ex, or just even trying to be a normal person when they're in the same room, to th- still feel like, wow, you have all these ideas of me and it's just not the person that I am. Mm-hmm. It sucks over and over again. Like, it don't and I wanna, become better. And I want to say that also, this isn't just in relationships, it's also in friendships too, mm-hmm. right? Because I feel like me and Muse, and I'm not speaking for Muse, but because I know him, I feel like we're two people who people project a lot onto and people have a lot of ideas of like who we are and they treat us according to what they think we are. And a lot of it be based off of the internet (laughs) and don't really know us as like real people. Like if you meet me in real life, I'd be acting crazy on this podcast, but I'm not going to talk to you in real life. (laughs) She's not. 
She's definitely not. And not because I'm a bitch. I'm extremely shy. Yeah. And I'm yeah. the same person all the time, but the things that I express are not nothing deep. So it's like right. you still don't necessarily know me. Like, I could be the life of the party. I could be the fun. I'm, like, literally what you see. Me, all that crazy shit on Twitter, me cracking up at everything on here, that is me. But as far as getting to know me, know me, know me, know me, deep down inside, I don't be talking about none of that shit out loud. Yeah, you, that's the thing. Muse, people think because Muse overshares that they know him. And y'all don't know my friend. It don't be, the stuff that I be oversharing don't be important. <laughs> so, like. But people don't know that. Right. And so people feel like, oh, I, I know Muse so much because he overshares. Like, I overshare too. Probably not as much as you. You be talking about, like, but, but. See, and to me, that's not even like an overshare because you got eyes. The butt is fat <laughs> right there. That's not an overshare. That's a fact. I don't know, but I, I told you about this. I had this experience. It was like something that made me feel like I needed to open up to my friends even more and reciprocate the, the, the friendship that they were giving to me was because I cooked brunch for my homegirls one day when I was about to leave Atlanta. And it was like me and three of my homegirls, one I had known since high school, one, two that I had met in college, but we were all really, really close. And we got drunk and we were just sitting down talking. It was like, oh my God, I love Muse so much. I could tell him anything. He's a shoulder to cry on. He's a great ear. He's so good at giving me advice. He could fix all my problems, blah, 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 blah. But I don't know nothing about him. And I was like, <laughs> well, about that. Because I'm just like, a. if you ask me, I will tell you. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to hide anything. I'm not, I'm not secretive, but I'm very private. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if there's something you want to know, then you might just need to like pull it out of me a little bit, but I'm not unwilling to share. I just don't be feeling like it's necessary. And with you saying that projection thing, people kind of dumping onto us, I don't be wanting to feel like I feel from them doing that to me the opposite way. Like, I don't want you to feel like, uh, every time he come around, it's blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm, I'm not that type of person. Mm -hmm. So this song speaks to that too. And I didn't even realize that until we just started talking about it. Sing Summer. Wow. <laughs> Listen, I will say, though, we have to clap it up for Muse because Muse did start opening up a little more, at least to me. <laughs> no, I think yeah. everybody has seen Because Muse be sick of his friends. Muse hates all of us. Real <laughs> bad. Muse hates us so bad. But I feel like... I just want to say, being a little emotional, I feel like we really got to a deeper place this year. Yeah, we did. We did. And it was like, a, it was a conscious effort on my part. Just cause I feel like it was part of the pandemic. Like, I felt like I, I, I owed that to my friends. I treat my friends like my mm -hmm. I be cussing my family out. I will cuss y'all out too. But I, I don't I, do nothing to get cussed out by Muse. I, I stay in my lane. Yet. Nobody is above reproach. <laughs> But I just felt like I didn't want to, I don't know, I got emotional in my little birthday speech. I was a little drunk, but still, I was just like, I love everybody in this room so much. No matter what era of my life you came into, I really view all of y'all as family. So I don't want it to be a one-sided relationship when the, the barrier is literally just the type of questions that you ask. Like, mm -hmm. I, I was like, let me just be a little bit more open because I'm not hiding anything. I just am not super upfront and forthright with information. I'd be like, I'm not about to call you and tell you that I had a salad for lunch and I went to the, like, I'm not offering up that type of stuff. But I right. would yell on Twitter about this nigga to be in my DMs that don't really want shit, but the nudes are fine. Like, I will say that. Like, because that's not nothing to me. Right. 
Right, right, right. Also, just had some like fucked up things happen in life because of information that my friends had that they didn't need. They didn't protect it as well as they should have. So I've been guarded before. And I think also too because we share a very similar loss during the pandemic too. I think that opened up our ability to talk more and like mm-hmm. check in about real shit. Because right. the thing about our friend circle is we talk all the time about nothing. Right. <laughs> right. You know, because we lost a very close person to us. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to blame the friend circle because your friends will lie to you. But I think because our, like, BFF group always tries to keep everything light and bright, mm-hmm. that we don't always know what's going on with our friends. With each other, yeah. And I think that losing the friend that we did kind of woke me up to like, oh, I need to be tamping them more. Yeah. Because I thought that nigga that day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And had no clue. They like, like, he was like, dog, get me a cap tam you get the cat when you get to Senegal. Give me a size large doll. You know what kind of piece I want. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I fly out tomorrow. I got you, poo. And yeah. I flew yeah. well and I ain't had nothing to buy no more. So. And then like just not, we talk about this every episode now too, because again, COVID is alive and well. There's been so much loss over the past couple of years. So I feel like if you're not doing your due diligence to get closer to the people that you still have, then it's, you're like, you're really remiss not to do that because you just never fucking know. And then music like this coming out being the soundtrack to it. I'm just like thinking about all of this while I'm in that Starbucks line, right? Like, damn, this nigga really made me feel some kind of way still years later because you just don't understand who I am. And then you start to think like, well, did you ever know? Because in my mind, like in my mind, say that no matter what happened in this specific relationship, in my mind, you knew me the most. Mm. So if you don't know me, then... Come on. (laughs) Come on, let me not get too close. I ain't glue my, my closure down. Summer, Summer really was speaking to the hearts of Muse on this one. Like, Listen. And for and, this, her most true ballad so far. Yeah. Like, she gives us slow songs, mid-tempos all the time, but she's, like, crying out in a way that is reserved solely for ballads on this song. I was truly proud when I got to this. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. This bitch took me to a place. I ain't even gonna hold you. But you know what, dog? This shit feel like a circus. <laughs> Listen. Again, this song right here could have been a Tamar song. Because I, I listen to this song and I think about um, like songs like Circles and Broken mm-hmm. Record. Running around chasing you down. I'm hoping that it's worth it because holding you up is breaking me. What? Damn. Oh. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> this, the metaphors in this song took me somewhere. I was just like, okay, wait, write the fucking music. Yeah, the pen, the pen was penting. Listen, <laughs> okay. Listen. If you want it, if you want it full time, want that day to day, I got that tiger eye. Okay. Bring out the crystals, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you have to sometimes. Ooh. And then that's even like a metaphor in a metaphor because she's talking about the tiger jumping through the ring of fire in the circus. And then it's also the tiger eye crystal. I'm just like, who is she? A writer. <laughs> who is that's she? who she is. A writer. <laughs> Make you feel alive, entertained. Are you not entertained, nigga? Listen, ain't no bullseye. Let's get straight to the truth. 
Huh. My part is when, but the, it's the chorus. We're just elephants in the room is my part. Like. It's out of my control, baby. <laughs> On that day today, I got that tiger eye jumping through the flame. Woo! Make you feel alive. Sing. <laughs> you want more than you should know. Now, this song does something to me. We're really telling our business. And I actually think we should do these more because people can get yeah. to know more about us. So she says in the, cor- the chorus is, you want me more than you should know. And I want you. It's out of my control. Um, and so what I'm going through right now is the love of my life, a.k.a. me and Muse's boyfriend. Um, for what he said on Sunday... <laughs> He's been alluding, but he finally said the words on Sunday that he just is like, he feels he's at a place where he's, he decided the kind of person that he want to be with. And then I popped up. So he manifested me. And then he's like, wait, I'm not ready. He like, yo, like I knew what kind of person I wanted to be with. And I thought I had time to get my shit together. For when that per- like he didn't expect that I would come as fast as I did, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Yo, he he definitely wants me more than he should." No, because but he don't got the capacity to. It's the bare minimum for me because he got so much shit going on. You know what I'm saying? He's been alluding to depression, but he finally like verbally said it to me. Like he was like, "Yo, I was reading something the other day. This is like a few weeks ago, and he was like, "Yo, I'm re- I was reading something the other day, and I was like, yeah, this me." And when I talked to him on Sunday, and I told him I got a grief coach, he was like, "Yo, I really need one, but I'm so scared." He was like, "I'm so scared that I'm gonna start talking to the grief counselor about what's happening now." but they're going to want to go back to my childhood and I don't want to unlock none of that. I mean, at least he knows that because that's definitely what's going to happen. You got to be ready for all of that when you sign up for any type of therapy. And he's, and he said it. He's like, I'm not ready to do that. He's like, I can talk about the shit now. Like what's happening now. I can do that. But you know, and it gives hard life child. Mm -hmm. But people be, it be, so that's why, like, when I was saying, I just had, like, a really mature conversation with the guy that I have been, like, kind of seeing, dealing with, doing whatever, taking out, all of that. Because nobody has ever been open to the conversation about, like, what are we doing? What's going on with us? What does this look like? I'm in this place. Are you okay with me being in that place? What place are you in? Like, and I was just like, I mean, we in the same place, like. That is interesting to even have as a conversation topic, though, because usually you just end up falling into some shit. You've been hanging out with somebody, y'all fucking around, and just giving that. But in this case, it's like we've been building up super slow. Everything has been super chill. We like obviously like each other, but like you just got out of something and you're new here. I'm not about to like do all that to know. Like I was, that was never my intention. And then like just being able to have that conversation because life is really a circus, and if you don't do that part first while you are just friends or like getting to know each other then like shit can get real hectic so real fast real fast so it's interesting to see how the music that's coming out is kind of backing up all of those things because every every tweet that i saw about this album for better or worse 
kind of alluded to, oh my God, I don't relate to this, but it's such a good album. And mm-hmm. I, was, I was happy to see people our age saying that because we ought or we should not be in the exact same place as people summer's age. We should be able to like oversee the music, listen to it. And if, it, if we relate to it, we relate to it. But if this was like the story of our lives right now in our 30s, I feel like this wouldn't be that great of a tale. <laughs> but there you are- shout out. Yeah. But I do think there are elements that, you know, permeate and that we mm-hmm. share that we can say like, oh yeah, I'm definitely in this place now. Like, you know, like I'm saying like with circus, like I'm, my situation with the love of my life is not a circus. <laughs> it's the nickname. I don't know what else to call him. What do I call him without saying his name on our show? Mm-hmm. Our boyfriend? I mean, I'm fine with the love of your life. And Whatever. I- my, my friends actually love him more than me because I be bashing at me and they be like, no. That's why she called him our boyfriend. But you say that about everybody like that you introduced me to that like me. No, I didn't say that about the last. Cause that, well, no, no, y'all, 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 was, y'all was growing on my birthday, but before that, you was not into him like that. No. Because you didn't think he was cute and you didn't think he could dress. I didn't, I did not think that he was cute. I didn't think that he could dress, but like, I don't, I don't think that most men can dress. I really only well, like me, my homeboy Jerome, my, my friend Kadeem. Like, it's like, it's only certain. <laughs> I only well, think- before that, though, you liked him. I did. You liked him. And we, and we need to debrief on that as well. Wow, it's always something. I'm glad that I don't have nothing to bring to the table right now. Like, you nigga, we debriefed about the date yesterday. Oh. You must be trying to make me look like I'm always the one with the mess. Come on, man. Dating men is in poor taste. It is for everybody involved, even the men. <laughs> so <laughs> niggas will drive you insane. Uh, A song. Okay, wait. <laughs> now look, R&B Twitter said this is the song. Insane is my favorite. Summer is the queen of opening a track. The first lyric is, now what you in a rush for? What you trying to meet your maker? Darling. <laughs> Darling. <laughs> Darling. Darling. She, to the cash. she got that from us. I'm not going to pay. She did. We need to sue. <laughs> LVRN, I'm coming for the coin. Nick Justice and the rest of the girls, the rest of the African dolls. Because LBRN is all, I think they, I think they all Ghanaian. I don't, either way, West African dollies. I'm coming for my coin. I'll be in Atlanta December 17th to collect. God help me. <laughs> God bless me. <laughs> I think I'm insane. Sing. I think also this album, you can really, you can really hear that Summer can sing. Uh-huh. Because the pre over it, you couldn't tell if Summer's a singer or not. I if, think if you knew you unless you unless you like really tap, tap, tap in. But I feel like this album she's singing. I think it's just more straightforward singing. Like if you yeah. knew, if you were a summer fan, you there's a piece of hair in my mouth. It's, if you were a summer fan, you kind of knew. But like I said, it was a, if you know, you know. I've seen Summer live and been jaw dropped at some of the things she was doing with her voice without even moving a muscle. She just be stand, she literally just be standing there or sitting down playing that guitar on a couple songs 
and be projected into the high heavens, like you said, Jennifer Holiday. Like, voice be loud. And, yeah, and, last night, so last night I watched a clip of her on Jimmy Fallon. I said she's standing still but sound loud like Jennifer Holiday. <laughs> it's like it's crazy how she can project and don't be moving at all. At like, all. If you think about the powerhouse vocalist of your Whitney Houston can stand behind a mic and really just go off and blow and didn't have to do too much, but you could still see her working her voice. And moving her body and exactly. her body is telling the story of the song. Summer don't do nothing. 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 And it's just interesting to watch because I don't know if I've ever seen anybody do that outside of Amy Winehouse. And Amy Winehouse is doing it because she was tired. I don't know Summer's proclivities, but I do know. I don't think Summer be high. I don't think Summer be sober. Summer. <laughs> what you was about to say, I'm sorry. I was going to say, Summer don't give me drug abuse. She don't give me drug abuse, but she give me I like a little puff every now and then. She <laughs> give me a little pill every She don't give that to me. She don't give drink and smoke to me. I got her smoking. She, I got her smoking at the very least. She say she do, but her energy don't give me that, if that makes sense. Like, some people, you like, oh, I know this John B smoking down. Mm, I don't know where I stand on the highness. But, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, and I do anything for the high. Where you at, Kalela? You need to come back and come straight to Kalela the high is a hit, period. I listened to that the other day, too. That and Gomez, I really took me to another land at one point. She really used to be that girl. That's crazy. When you said, where are you at, Kalela? Is Solange holding you captive? I fell out. I was when like, did I say that? I just be saying stuff. I don't mean recall. I feel like you tweeted it, and then I had to put it on my Instagram story. <laughs> I say anything. I don't, and I don't remember nothing I said. No. So you're like, I ain't say that. Yes, you did. The only time I remember stuff I said is if I'm having a, a disagreement with somebody, then I'll remember. But yeah. if I'm just being crazy on the internet, I don't remember y'all. Don't hold me to nothing I said. Because I was just bored <laughs> or just tweeting through it. The vocal performance thing is one of my favorites of the album, though. I think uh, it, it shows new fans, people who really like just bypass Summer's music and didn't pay attention to her or just thought that it wasn't for her, that, like you said, she can really sing. Mm-hmm. And she can sing in a way that I don't even think... The way that she be so monotone sometimes, but still it's like power behind it. I don't know how she does that. Cause it's like, cause she was monotone as hell on that video, but was singing down. Yeah. Like it used to not be no ups and downs in her voice. And now that she's holding <laughs> it, I'm still like, how does she have so much color in her voice and ain't even opening her mouth for real? No, the mouth be a like a millisecond wide. Yeah, like. Mm. But be loud as Jennifer Holiday. And I'm like, is this something in the microphone? Like, what is it? Because she puts, she vocally live, it is a show that people need to see. Performance wise live, I'm going to be at the bar. 
I'm not ever gonna pay money to see my do- my doll live. Um, it depends on the venue and like what type of fun I can have outside of watching her. Cause I'm all for a live music set. I think honestly, cause this is where I want her to venture off anyway. Like I said, she thrives with a band behind her and her whole band is church niggas. So they understand the ins and outs of music better than everybody in the world. If she was to do a funk fest and just gave us unloyal, gave us grave, gave us insane and circus and them type of songs in a set, I would go and just be dancing with the aunties because they waiting for Erica Badu to come out next. <laughs> so I think that's what. I'm so good. But I don't know what's gonna happen. I love an outdoor music situation though, so I'm not. I can't say I'm not gonna go see her. Uh, energy. Um, okay, so actor insane is currently my favorite song on the album. Constant bullshit. This is my favorite song, and you gonna have to fight me for me to believe that Brandy Norwood was not in the room somewhere during this session. Let me say something. Y'all know that video of Miss Juicy digging in the ground? That's what they did to LaShawn Daniels. They said big shiz. Come and vocal produce. Please. And thank the, you. the chorus? Mm. The background vocals, like the layering and stacking that is happening in this song is actually next level. I am very shaken. Very, very, very shaken. I did not expect this at all. And I know she could sing, but God damn it. I don't know who Booby is, but he wrote the shit out of this. I, I want to talk about lyrics. Because, <laughs> you know, first verse, I also love the way she says it. Those things you did, I didn't even recognize. Well, she did that with everything. Okay, she said, okay, um, actually, let me let me um skip to the second verse when she says, Beside and apart for you, I would ride for you. Even in times you ain't do me right, I was there showing you the word, what being loyal it really is. But we were always in a fight in. But the truth is I only tried to make it right. Even thought I might have been in the wrong in the way that I didn't keep it private. Responded in the best way that I knew. When you know that a bitch stay down, when you've been doubting where I stay, listen. Not down where I stay. That's ghetto. Like summer, and this is what I'm saying. This album, you really got to see what. Summer is capable of as a loving partner. Mm-hmm. Because she and, was really in this relationship. She loved that man. Even, even so much so that she's just now realizing that she was blinded by her own love for him. Because even in the first verse when she was like, those things you did, I didn't recognize how much they hurt me. I was just letting you dog me out and I didn't even know that it was not okay because I was so much in love with you that it didn't matter to me or I didn't see it or I didn't care at the time. And I had to step outside of that to realize. Like when she said, was I being too difficult for complaining for the pain I was dealing with? Are you like, like that? Because men will do that. Men will make you feel like you're being crazy or you're nagging for being like, I don't like when you do X. And it, like, you know, it makes you feel like you're crazy. Like, dude said to me, I feel like you're so up and on with me. You're so up and down with me. And I said, listen, me telling you that I don't like something you do is not me being up and down with you. It's me saying, if you want this to be a thing, 
regardless of the level of thing you want it to be, I got some standards. And I'm going to call you out on it. And if that hurt my feelings and made me feel away, I'm going to tell you. This song is about... I'm not being difficult. I'm not nagging. Absolutely. It's the manipulation about everything she was dealing with. It's the manipulation about like, I feel a certain kind of way because you've been doing all this stuff. And I haven't even said anything because I just was like so in love. And now that I'm finally saying something, you trying to flip it all on me, that's gaslighting. I just learned what that word means, so I wanted to use it. But Well, apparently in my previous real relationship, I'm a gaslighter, apparently. Oh. But I'm like, no, you just learned that big word on the internet. You just saying it because I'm definitely not a gaslighter, Negro. You be gaslighting me. Why are you gaslighting to me? Because the thing is, you're actually crazy. You're just trying to make me look crazy. But you actually are crazy. And that <laughs> is the gag. Mm. Okay, the next song uh, is uh, Switch a Nigga Out, which when I seen the track list, I was like, oh, I'm going to hate this song. I don't hate it. Love it. Right. <laughs> you went off just now. So, so this song is basically about, you know, when you like only halfway like people, you be like, all right, I can switch you out. But when it's somebody that you really, 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 really like, you just can't like get rid of them so easily. I actually want to read the lyrics on this as well. She said, normally I'm quick to switch up my playlist. In my mind, I'll pack my bag and don't say shit. I got what it takes to say this. I got all the plays and I played it out like this. I wanted to save this. I wanted us to make it. I traded it all for you. But it just hurts so much when it ain't working out. Because I don't want nobody, nobody else but you. And I used to be on my replacing shit. I would switch a nigga out so damn quick if he ain't getting with my shit. But it just ain't like that with you. Bitches be strong when they don't like nobody. Yeah. Like. (laughs) And I used to be on my replacing shit. I love the vocal production of that. Because it's supposed to be really nice arc. I love the line. Normally, I'm a sw- I'm quick to switch up my playlist. I thought that was cute. Well, like that whole first verse was, yo, the, the girls are writing in pen, okay, in cursive, Ink. and not singing in cursive. Tired of hearing all your lies, but I want to leave you lonely. So I come crawling back, hoping it won't be like that. Girl, uh. girl, get up. <laughs> crawling back, no. At this point in the album, this is when I'm just like, enough. <laughs> girl, get up is the funniest thing. I'm sorry. I love girl, get up. This one, this is song I think about when people were like, they don't really relate because I, I don't relate to this one at all. Oh. But I do like this song a lot. I got all the plays and I played it out like this. Her creativity in these lyrics, because it's not just like a ghetto love story. No. It's kind of philosophized the way that she is talking about these things, because it's coming from a place of, I don't know, this album is smarter than I expected. Yes. That's that's the perfect way to describe it. 
Yeah, like not that not that anything before this was immature or anything like that, but it would it could get lost in the monotony. I think that over it was a, a upgrade in content overall. I think that Clear was an upgrade in content overall. I even liked her EP with Treat Me Like Lady, Don't Leave Me Dirty. But she wasn't talking about nothing in that song. So like the way that this hit me over the head, it was just like, okay, wait a minute. So not only are you capable of writing and singing, but you also can emote in a way, lyrically through song that I wasn't expecting. Cause again, telltale sign of a good songwriter, make me understand concepts and things that I've never experienced. Make me feel like I can relate to things in your music that I have literally never transpired or never seen before in my life. And she mm-hmm. does, like I cannot relate to this, but I'm sure that if I've read deep enough into it, it will make me feel like I could, or I could put some shit together where it's like, this is what that meant. Whew. An album. Uh, well, I can relate. So. Because anybody else, I would be like, I'm not working with this nigga. I don't care you said. But it seems like at you this no, I'm mean to boys unless I like them. Yeah. And I'm shallow. So being shallow on top of being mean is a bad recipe. But if I like you, I will work with you. And sometimes it'll be to my detriment and sometimes it won't. Sometimes it'll work out and we'll at least still be friends and you'll still do everything for me. Because most of the guys I've dealt with do whatever I want. If I'm like, hey, I'm sick, they'll like come bring medicine. But, um, you know, sometimes it'd be hard to switch a nigga out. Sometimes you like him. <laughs> I like him. <laughs> All right, what's her name? Jay. <laughs> what's the group from DC? Jay I like him. <laughs> or, um, should DC girls say, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> I hate him. I love him. I hate him. <laughs> I'm, Sorry, sweetie, I'm gay now. <laughs> she was like, she was like, <laughs> that's my brother. That's brother. <laughs> oh, DC is ghetto. Ghetto. Um, the next song is not ghetto. It actually gives an Uncle Jazz Fest, and I really hope that they do a edited version that can live for the aunties. And this is more along the lines of, well, if look, you already don't know who I am. If this would, if this what it is, this what it is. You think that's what I'm doing? That's what I'm doing. But I'm just trying to do what's best for me. 
So I guess I'm unloyal, baby, and I guess I'm untrue. Meanwhile, you got 5011 kids, all of these baby mamas, you out here doing whatever you want to do and treating me like shit. But as soon as I do something, it's a problem. You think I mean, boy, you funny. But I love the production of this song. It feels grown. It feels like quote real R and B. I love the saxophone solo. Uh, but shout out to everybody that was catching strays because strays are being caught this whole album. She said, "What's your bow wow do rag?" Ari Lennox is a comedian. Like, she said what? anything, and you know, but I don't know if people know, but bow wow has a line of do rags. Yeah, I I thought that people knew that. But every beauty, like there, it's he's rich off of them shits. Like the, every single beauty supply has these brand of of. Do rags. And then he says, Tell me how a grown man so childish always in Kevin Samuels comments. The way she said Kevin Samuels on the live, so on the Jimmy Fallon show, she did both like hers and ours. And she said always in Kevin Samuels comments. And the way that she's singing, I was just like, pronounce. It's something in that nuance that did something for me. I loved it. The the enunciating doll baby. <laughs> no, I love this song. And you know what's so crazy? I was just saying to Liz on Saturday, I was like, yo, I need to hear this song live. And then next thing you know, mm-hmm. now when her and Ari do it together, it's going to be a problem. I'm telling you, there needs to be like an age group under the Funk Fest crowd that they have a concert just like that. Us, us is the age under auntie. Yeah, but like we, so we need like a a thirty plus style concert, and I don't know if that even is a thing because our generation is so like tied to both what's upper and lower for us. I think that's what will make it five. It would just be everybody because it would be given very much. Nita comes, come storm the dolls, yeah. and then it's like Ari comes storm. Yeah, but Lotto come through, um, bitch, Queen of the South. <laughs> <laughs> I call Mulatto up when I wanna get ratchet. I love that baby, baby. of no vocals and just instrument. Like they have an actual band break. I love that round out the song between the stanzas. I also really like that. I think this is this is probably one of my favorite songs. Constant bullshit is my favorite, but unloyal is a close. It's my second favorite. It's a close second, for sure. I guess I'm unloyal, baby. I guess I'm untrue. I want to hear that. Let's actually play that, and then we'll be right back. Just gonna stand nobody. Why don't you waste my time, boy? I am way too. 
guess I'm unloyal, baby. I guess I'm untrue. I guess I'm unloyal, baby. Look, we'll call it what you want. I guess I'm unloyal, baby. Guess I'm untrue, oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Guess I'm unloyal, baby. Uh-huh. Oh, so call me what you want. Thinking that I need you, boy, you funny. Got my own money. Let's talk about closure. Jonte Austin got up in the booth and said, let me write you something real quick. Some, some. Closure is another one that is up there with potential for me i've also been here you gotta find that closure on your damn own you really do i'm just trying to get some closure some closure just trying to get some closure from you nope. so Corey davis said this sounds like a destiny's child four song and not wrong i like that something like writers on the wall destiny's child yeah mm-hmm Okay, I see where he's going with that. And Corey loves Summer, so I know he's been bobbing and weaving through this album. And he meant that in a nice way. He wasn't reading. Yeah. Because, you know, Corey is notorious for free reads. Oh, wait, I missed something in the group chat. Y'all were like uh, the, the free reader. When y'all said that there was mess because Jonta tweeted about because he because he was like thanks at summer thanks at london on the track and it just felt like best because y'all you know summer don't like that man why would you put her in the same tweet with him that is the conflict that i'm having with the album in in general like period point blank because his name is literally on every song well according to her what she tweeted or put on instagram she said that the most EP he was doing was saying, oh, this person needs to help you with this song. This person needs to do this song. So put her in contact with the people. So I'm assuming, based on what she said and what Jonte said, that London reached out to Jonte and was like, dude, can you, you know, do a song with Summer? And that's how we got closure. Okay, so he was just linking the children. From what she said. Because she did say that he wasn't there. But then when I was doing my due diligence for like the episode and just my own comp- my own knowledge, I was like, who? He's on every song. Mm-hmm. Sorry if y'all can hear the dog barking next door. It's a sweet little husky, but uh-uh, shut up. But yeah, according to her, he was not involved in doing anything, but Sean Garrett vocal produced everything, of course. Um, I love this song because it was think about it's like the female version of Over. Oh, Lucky Day. Yeah, because she's she's like um, wait, there's a particular line. Uh, I I love the chorus honestly. Every time I need closure, closure, mess around and get closer to you. Love exactly. It. That was the line because you know when he says um, he says you uh, Lucky says. You keep calling me special when you know I can't have you. Mm. So when she says, every time I need closure, I mess around and get closer to you. 
was like, ooh. The lyric, I love Over as a song, but I haven't like sat with it to listen to what he really fucking talk about. And maybe- oh, it will ruin your life. Cause yeah. I know, knowing you, I, cause I know you and I know what lyrics send you to a place. I'm over it. I'm yeah. Right. Cause he says, <laughs> really he bro. says, you keep calling me special, even though I can't have you. Mm-mm. Um, and he says, fuck do you mean? You, <laughs> you keep on making me weak. You so toxic to me. What am I feeling? Got me thinking that it's over. Got me feeling that my feelings over. But you keep coming back closer and closer. You keep calling me back. I don't. Then I'm trying to get closure. Mess around and get closer to you. (laughs) And keep going in a circle. I'm over it already. Tumultuous. Going in circles. What Tamar say? You got me going in circles. Oh, round and around. Remember what this three six mafia did. <laughs> he said, "I'm strung out over you." Hmm. Where's Where's uh, Muse Senior to come sing that song? Right, we need to unearth Lufa from the grave. <laughs> yeah, you know I love closure. I wish it was a little longer, but I know Summer don't be trying to give y'all full songs, so I did yeah, cope with what. Like, all right, I didn't give y'all some full length songs. Now y'all gonna deal with this minute and a half. Right, leave me alone. <laughs> she really do be wanting us to leave her alone. Yeah, historically. Toxic. Uh, for the, huh? Oh, I was just gonna say, toxic is another one. Melodically, I just she's doing very mature things on this album that I just didn't expect, and I wow. So I mean, I don't like songs with the word toxic in it. I don't like songs that's called toxic, but. I make allowances because this song is my shit. To Muse's point, the production is good. The vocal production is good. And it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like all the other toxic songs. And again, it it opens the way Summer opens a song. Don't don't start no shit, won't be no shit, baby. Why is she this way? I really want to know who told her to just go off at the very beginning every song. She don't let you wing into it or nothing like that. It's literally like, boom, this is where we at, nigga. Mama be mad off top. I get it. But I, I want to I wanna do some lyrics because I think this, this song really shows the struggle that she had of like, that she, that... So, okay, when we start the album, she like, I know my man, he don't act like that, he not a fuck nigga, blah, 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 But in this song is when she starts feeling like, okay, I don't, something, it's something going on here. Yeah. So she says, niggas be in my ear about you, oh, that ain't right. Niggas be in my ear about you, no, that ain't right. They need to stay up out our lane. I know this shit look wild to them, but it ain't for them to get this for us and that's for them. That was a line. I love that. But girl, run is what it's all said. They don't know what's going on. All up in our Kool-Aid. Maybe I took that shit too far. And I love what she said. Ooh, toxic, yeah. Toxic. Ooh, toxic, yeah. Love that. Yeah, she ate. And then the (laughs) The second verse, though, the second verse is where I'm like, all right, Summer, bitch, you are that girl. (sighs) The the first line of the second verse, she said, 
I hope it ain't true what they say about you because I want this. Mm-hmm. Like, don't let this be real. And I have to end us because I was really in it. Hesitant to post or flaunt this. You ever been scared to post a nigga? Shit. Listen, the soft launch is real, baby. <laughs> How many people have you soft launched on the internet, Muse? Never. I don't do that. Oh, you I, never I, soft launched? That's not my testimony. I'm not showing y'all shit. Wow. I posted the back of this nigga head one time we went bowling, and one of my friends was in my comments like, oh, you want a date? Actually, we was just bowling, and we just friends. Mind your business. So no, I don't. I think I posted my ex maybe twice, but it wasn't like a soft launch. It was like we we had been together by the time we posted. See, I was I'm a soft launch queen. I like that for you. Maybe in my in my next life, like. Do you like that for me? Yeah, a little bit. Right. I'm about to say you don't fully like that for me. I'm moving. I mean, because I'm not doing this, so somebody got to shit. <laughs> And you already know about who the guy is anyway. Right. It would be like, oh, cute for y'all to find out. (laughs) Uh, So our queen of having 30,000 pages at one time, like you be posting stuff to your Finsta and then I'd be like, oh, ain't nobody going to see that. And then you'll post like cryptic stuff on your regular. And then I'm just like, that ain't even a full story. So I'll be like, I don't, I'll be confused. uh, The Finsta is interesting because. How do you manage that? My Finsta views are getting higher in terms of my stories. And I'm starting to feel self-conscious, actually, about the content that I post on my Finsta. We'll talk offline. Okay. That's a lot, Steph. Because now it's like, okay, all these artists follow me, like artists. Like, this one particular artist in in particular is becoming a big-time artist in terms of, like, white people know and his shit going for, like, a hundred thousand dollars and I'm like I don't want him to see my ass <laughs> <laughs> I mean not know. Oh, whatever he hit me up and now we're and he's like oh can you take me to the strip club <laughs> so I feel like so I always say this when I'm helping people with like work stuff or my actual job when you are branding yourself in any kind of way if you want a decent type of following if you want the results you want the views you want all of that stuff you do have to put yourself into it a little bit people don't care about the business as much as they care about you but my finsta is my my finsta is where i can be shallow and slutty right but if there's someone that knows you i don't know any the the people that follow me on finsta are mostly like 98 percent strangers Oh, my Finsta. I do not know. I've never met in real life. We don't interact. Yeah, like, I get, okay, for a Finsta to get, like, 40 likes, 40 people watching your stories is a lot for a Finsta page where there's no real evidence of who you are. Right. And my shit has been, like, it used to be, like, 10 people, but now it's, like, 40. And people really be watching my dumbass fucking Finsta stories. But like when I'm at the strip club, like I like I posted a small version of a picture of me at the strip club, but I posted a picture of my thong and my sheer dress on my Finsta. Right. And it's like one of my homies from Clark knew on my Finsta, and I'm about to block him because I'm like, I feel weird because he doesn't know me like that. Like that. 
and he's married too, so I feel weird. I get it. And I, I say all of this to say, that's why I don't have one. I can't do it. I barely post in my close friends. Like, but when the fleets was, when the last day of fleet. Oh, baby, I went off. But I felt like that was different because it was a bit, I have, I honestly have a hard time handling one and a half accounts because we share, we share the sites on both platforms, Twitter, right. Instagram. And then I have my own account. I be struggling to keep up with the Joneses on all of that. So to add an additional page, like gay niggas be like, oh, I know you got a freak Twitter. Who has time to do all of that? Like you gonna get all of me on this one account. And if I decide to show some shit that I shouldn't have, you better see it while it's Still up. Still coping the chest. <laughs> right, just give it, it is what it fucking is. Cause I just don't have time, that's too much. I'm picky about what I post and share. Mm-hmm. You see my Finsta, I can just post whatever. And that's why I like my Finsta because I'm like, I don't got to think about that. Where my real one, I'm like, all right, I got to be mindful because it's people I grew up with, it's people I know from college, people that had this I, this perception of who I am. So I'm not going to put my fucking butt cheeks on Maine. Come on, your booty might be bigger, but I still can pull your Finsta. Well, only like six straight men follow my per- my per- my real page. All the all the men follow me on my Finsta. That makes sense because they nasty. Because it's whole content. Right. But back to the song when <laughs> she says, um, "I hope it it ain't true about I hope it ain't true what they say about you. I want this. Hesitant to post or flaunt this." And it's the other part. She says, "Hoping I don't get embarrassed by one of these hoes. I don't think you doing shit." But you never know. I don't want nobody coming to me off some Barbara this and Shirley is basically what she's saying. She don't need nobody in her DMs talking about woman to woman. I just want you to know that your man was doing X, Y, and Z. I know that you just had his baby, blah, blah, blah. She's tired. And it's And then she says, this other part that took me out, when she says, I want to walk away, but what if I'm wrong? Because people be lying on your man because they mad at the success. Not often, not often because men are trash, but people will definitely try to say it because she said believing you, needing you, wanting to see this through. This song tried it. And it made me like Lil Durk. You know I don't really care about Lil Durk. Y'all know I love Durk. I love Durk on girl songs. I love my favorite part about Dirk <laughs> is when he says um, she rather have diamonds instead of veneers. <laughs> Why is that the lyric that's popped up right here, right now? Because to his permanent diamond grills, which he obtained from Vietnamese jeweler Johnny Dang. Okay, that 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 annotation I think is wrong. Um, <laughs> Because you know, all the girls now all getting veneers and he like she like, nah, like give me some diamonds. And that's that's me. The the teeth be too big. That's first and fucking foremost. Oh, Carisha been tweeting about how she hit her teeth for three weeks now. And then I I didn't know this at first, but you can't floss if you have veneers. Yeah, it's no separation between yeah. Like, and then watching the Kanye thing, Noriega need to get that bottom throw tapped or he need to get his top row redone. His it's mouth is so much saliva in there. It'd be a lot. He'd be sucking up the spit. 
he never but that, but that, to his new team. I think it adds to the craziness of him because he's a, he act like an uncle on the show. Yeah, drunk. And high. On weed though, not like not like uncle high. Pills and potions, yeah. Come on, pills and potions. <laughs> <laughs> no, I and I the reason why I love dirt specifically on girl songs is because a lot of rappers when they do their feature on an R and B song or a girl rap song. They don't stay to the topic of, of what the song is yeah. about. And I love that Dirk always stays on topic. Um, yeah, I, 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 I love his verse. And I, like I, I like the storytelling of his verse because you can really see, like he's talking about how his night is going with this girl and I love how he really breaks, like I just like how he tells the story and how the night went. I think that that staying on topic and on par with the tone of the music is important because sometimes girls featuring on other girls' songs don't do that. We talked about that earlier with SZA. So it's good that he kind of takes that and hones in on it because it could go very wrong. But you're right. Him on girl songs, him on Drake songs, I can deal with that. I haven't given him a real chance solo because I just I don't be caring about the, the new rap boys. He's not even that new no more, but all his all his individual songs think about killing people, so it's fine. But him and Money Bag <laughs> are really, really good features. Like I love when they're featured on songs with women. It's weird though because I love Money Bag. Listen, he he got I think he got his neck done, so he a little attractive now. Oh okay. Um, next is that next right is there. That right there. Everybody hates this song, but I like this song. This is a cute going out song. It's growing on me. I don't hate it, but I didn't like it at first. At first, I was like, this don't sound like the thing is, if you put in your mind it's a Neptune song, you're not gonna like it. But because if you say mm, the Neptunes have been, I don't know if they're trying to do something different, but it's getting on my nerves. It's not the music don't hit the way it used to. No, it's like I don't know if we need to do a Timberland versus Pharrell segment at some point, but I just want to put the baby to bed that Timberland wins that. Not that the Neptunes have lost their luster, but I don't think that they... It ain't the same. It's a shame we got to go through this. We don't even talk more. We don't even kiss. And that's how I feel about that. You're, you, I mean, I feel like we've all been in that place where... I've only had one, I've only spun the block on one person before. Mm -hmm. um, and this was my early 20s, I was 21. But when she, you know, you get to that moment, you like, I'm done with this dude. Like, I'm going out, I'm enjoying my friends. I'm about to entertain all the niggas. And you really be feeling like you, you back outside, you know? Mm -hmm. And I love this song because that's the, this is the song that says, oh yeah, I'm back on my shit. Like, I'm done. And that's and then, the part. And then the very next song being screwing. Right. Which is like, oh, I'm done with this dude. Like, whatever, I'm over it. Next thing you know, y'all back laid up. And not only was Summer back laid up, say Summer got pregnant. Mm -hmm. That's so the part that I like. Like, that, where this song is in the story makes me be like, okay, I understand exactly why she put this song here. And it makes sense going into the next one. The sequencing on this shit is actually ridiculous. We the, people, the people were like, sonically, it doesn't fit. But I'm like, you, this is a concept album. So sonics don't matter. It's about telling the story. And so when you get to the story, it's perfect. Yeah. 
you have to get into the full mindset of summer and what each song meant time frame wise because this is the the aspect of her where it's like all right like you said we done i'm gonna go out every time he called my girls are going out tonight and free single sexy baby it's like that looking for the right party okay and then she enlisted the doll baby omari's on for screwing i know how i feel about omari he gave all my money and free time but on top of that he also has one of the most slept on discographies in male R&B. Yeah, Muse. Oh, 444 is make a wish. God, please. <laughs> <laughs> What's a my wish? Cause I need, it was, a, it was about work. Get me out of here, Lord. That's what I need. Oh, my wish was trashy. <laughs> it's fine. I had a whole wish. Um, <laughs> I sure did that. You <laughs> know better than to wish you were free. So, <laughs> so to Mark Madden's point, oh. shout out to um, Gray Area Streetwear. I don't need the song personally, but it has to be on the album to mm -hmm. tell the full story. Well, this is actually my type of song. So, it just felt long. I was like, all right. It is a little long. It is a little long. <laughs> and Omarion comes, I wish he came in a little softer than he does. Mm. But you know I like a good body roll anthem, like Sex in the Shower for me. I love, and this will be a caption on one of my pictures on Instagram, because this is nothing but Instagram captions, this whole album. When she say it's 1.30 in the a.m., pussy nigga, what you saying? <laughs> that be me. I be like, hello, put your dick on the phone. <laughs> hello, excuse me, hello. Not gun to him, put that fucking dick out. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually out of line. People also like, there's an art to nudes that people just don't. Uh, we don't have to do this. This is a whole nother episode. There's nothing poetic about a dick pic. You have to make it poetic. And right. people don't care. So I'm not an in-the-moment nude sender. So I already like would be able to do what I need to do if somebody was to ever ask me that. But you be having like stash content. Oh, damn. Because I don't, I'm not, like I said, I'm not an in-the-moment say. It's like, oh, I just bought these underwear. Let me see what it's giving. Or, oh... <laughs> That, that that workout sure did what it was supposed to do today. Let me get on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. So the vault is vaulting. <laughs> and I save everything. So listen, don't send me nothing you don't want me to have and hold. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like. But you know the other thing, too? When you're dealing with, like, straight men, generally, straight men are a little more wholesome mm -hmm. when it comes to their bodies and like mm -hmm. a woman being objectified by a woman unless they want them like weird like creep like Bayesian beard type dudes oh most straight men be kind of weird about being objectified because they're not like used to that right it's, and it's, so it's, when you're it's, when you're focusing on their bodies or you're like you know really touching their bodies and stuff like that they get a little nervous they're like oh i never experienced that weird like 
That's the gays be like tapped in. <laughs> in the word, in the words, supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, in the words of um, what's her name? Um, the person that we talk about manifest. I forgot her name, but she be like tuned in, tapped in, tuned out. Every gay men with their bodies, but straight men really don't be like you know knowing their bodies like that. And so when you be trying to make them do stuff, they be like, oh my god. I, I don't know if I can do that. I'm shy. Like, are you? And it's like, no, where's the nut video? <laughs> Should I send that shot text and be like, I thought you were coming over yesterday. So to apologize, I need a nut video. It's so interesting that you are vocal about stuff like that because I feel like most girls don't say nothing about that stuff. And I'm just like, don't y'all do everything the niggas do? Like, women are niggas too. No. Because most guys want you to be like wholesome and like whatever, so girls really be wholesome and whatever. But you know me, I don't care. And I don't like that. Like, like I remember one time one of one of our old boyfriends, I was like, "Put your dick on the phone," and he like sent this like artsy nude that I didn't see nothing. And I responded, "I was like, I don't see nothing. <laughs> Do it over." <laughs> I don't see nothing. Do it over. I'm all about an art set, but like you need to be visible, doll. Yeah, it's like what? Not when dude I met at this party is sending me nut videos, but sending the, the slow mo version of it. Come on, he's like really taking it artistic. Great content. Wait, I never told you this, but I was like internet flirting with this dude, and he made like a compilation of stuff that I had sent him and he like added music to it. It had transitions. It was real artistic. I was like, I hope you oh. don't have to be using this to share with the <laughs> I love content. It Thanks. was great because he does that to his stuff and he just he made me a couple for myself and I was just like And how many people you send it to that wasn't him? Right. No so like only one so far but it's definitely saying hashtag so far. Uh, <laughs> I haven't been sending nobody nothing. I just been, you know, focused on my focus and chilling. You know, it's the end of the year, doll. I get it. Um, I didn't, I didn't do well. Never. I didn't want to talk about LA. So yeah, so screwing is about. Oh, girl, you thought you was out the game, but he done brought you back, and now you're pregnant. And then we slide on down to broken promises. Get a little tired of these broken what promises? Promises. You can't tell me nothing about my man. I would never take their word against yours. The girls be delusional. And like, so Andre just texts, dick will make you do crazy things. Apparently that's where she was at in this song. Dick will make you do some crazy things. <laughs> actually cannot believe you. Give me- No, I play my heart. Oh, no, like a king. Take the top and take care of me. <laughs> <laughs> Seven drugs. But then I turned around and the dick was still here. <laughs> All right. I've never been in that place. I'm just making it up. I just think it's funny. It is funny. Stuff be funny. <laughs> I love when she said, when she started bringing in the baby moms, she said the first one was the fuck up. Second one was a no one. No one. Third one was trying to come up. Fourth one, you said it would be different. Child, if you 
the you the fourth mother of somebody's child, baby, it's not gonna be different. Nah, it's just it ain't it ain't about to be different. And I believe you. You never left me like you did them. My whole thing is, why be the fourth? Like, <laughs> hell no. Why be the fourth? And not July. Like, this is not. <laughs> It's just not a position that I would ever want to be in. Like, I love it. I can't, like, no, hell no. The this first- song was sad because I feel like this is when she finally got to the place of, like, all of this back and forth, all of this time I thought, you know, I could change you. I can make it a thing. I can make us different. I can make the story different. Broken Promises is when she's like, oh, yeah, no, it's, I, I can't. Like, he, he is the person he is. I also wonder if Broken Promises in her journey was the last straw. Because she's come, mm. it's, a, it's like peaks and valleys on the album where she knows exactly who he is and don't really see a future, but she still dealing with certain stuff. She don't see a future. Back. She don't see a future. <laughs> Everything revolves around Tanache. And it don't feel like paradise, and it's not just <laughs> you and I. I. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, I don't know. She this song is delusion in its finest. Because when you said she started yelling about you can't tell me nothing about my man, like why are you going back and forth with these baby moms? Whether they are for you or against you, it's so many of them that that's a red flag. Like. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wish that I could just put the emoji on the video right now, like they was doing on Twitter for all of them weeks. Mm-mm-mm. This song is tumultuous and turmoil. I'm ready to move on. What's next? <laughs> the next song is Session 33, which if you are OG summer fan, you know about Session 32. <sighs> session 32 is still my shit. I, li- I like Session 33, but it ain't Session 32 to me. I don't know. I don't know what was going through her head on this one because I feel like this one is more a stream of consciousness than mm. the first one. I feel mm. like she just wanted to get her thoughts out. And that's necessary too, but it was more like a journal entry than a song for me. And I just like the way she sound on it. So it's not it's not a skip, but it's not one of the stronger of the batch to me. Mm-hmm. Hashtag to me. I just love when she says, because the house is not a home when no one's there. So alone, no one's there. Should I move on since no one's here? And I feel like this is the moment where she's like, all right. I think Broken Promises is like acknowledging that it's not going to change. Session 33, she's like, okay, well, what am I about to do? What's my game plan? What's what's my pivot? Because now I'm pregnant. I got this this baby coming. What am I about to do? And maybe we're both right. Like, maybe it is the type of thing where this was her talking to herself. This is a journal entry in her mind. This is her writing down her thoughts and saying, all right, I have to do something or else I'm going to just be in this place stuck alone. Because when she says all of those, because the house is not home when no one's here, it's literally because he wasn't around during her pregnancy. So she didn't have any help. She was figuring it out all alone. She still was having to be an artist and do music shit and all of that. 
He's supposed And then to- at the same time, he still had her under his thumb because she said, you refuse to let me walk out your life. Because mm-hmm. remember when she announced she was pregnant and mostly it's like her by herself. But then once in a while, she would post pictures of mm-hmm. him hugging her, her sitting on his lap. So it just also felt like he was very, he was giving very Lawrence vibe. Very like, wow. I'm going to fly down when I can get off work energy. I don't even want to talk about that because I'm not Team Lawrence, but that episode made me dislike Condola even more than I had to take up for Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't like. Well, that. I wasn't taking up for him, but I now both dislike them. Oh shit! I, uh, real quick, I think that Lawrence also was going off of the theme of what she said it was going to be like, and then separate and apart from that, you don't see any men in the picture of her family at all. Layla Rashawn came. To the hospital as the mom. Kiki Palmer came to the hospital and stayed with her as the sister. There's no men in the picture. So Condola's used to having the absence of a man, thought that she could do this whole motherhood thing on her own without him. And now she sees that it's actually difficult to be a single mom and she might need the assistance of Lawrence. Lawrence is actually trying to help, but the way that life is set up is just not working for either of them and they have to figure that out now. Communication is terrible, this, that, and the fourth. And when he was like, you blew up my life, I feel like that was a very harsh thing to say, but I think that's how he felt. Cause controversial opinion in black and brown communities, there is a thing that a lot of women do where they will not consider the man's state Mm-hmm. And be like, well, I want the baby, so I'm going to have it. Mm-hmm. But then he's been telling you this whole time he wasn't ready. This isn't something that he wants right now. He can't be the man that you think that he should be. And you still go forth with the baby. And now he automatically a deadbeat dad, no matter what he do. Because he right. didn't want it. And I don't like right. that. But again, I don't want to take it for Lawrence. So let me shut up. A bad and this person. Is also not, that's not London's story. London is a deadbeat. <laughs> it's not the same thing. Well, I mean, how can you be a present father when you got four kids to... Fourth baby mama prelude. Sean <laughs> was doing his good singing on this shit. Mama was howling. <laughs> oh, baby mama's... Like, it took everything in him to get that them notes out. <laughs> Mama, Mama. it's funny as shit. Sean Garrett calf muscles also bigger than my thighs. It's so weird how he's shaped. I'd be like, how are you like this size right now? Oh, baby, mamas. Every day all we deal with is a drummer. Yeah, yeah. Like what? Why are you going off? (laughs) (laughs) At first, I thought it was um, what's what's a lozenger doll. Ty dollar signs. I thought it was Ty dollars. Ty dollars. If you have the Ty dollars, <laughs> <laughs> they make it in your size. If you had the Ty dollars, when you have the Ty dollars, that's funny. <laughs> oh, baby, mama's. I I really I don't know the resurgence of Sean Garrett's pen on this album. Like it warms my heart. I've always liked his productions. I've always liked music that had anything to do with him that he was involved in. But I think Mm -hmm. that this is going to, like, make him come back to prominence. Because he did the shit out of this. Yeah, he did. So that's just the prelude. The actual fourth baby mama song, she let the motherfucking chopper sing. Like, perfect. The chopper said, me, 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 me. (laughs) 
la 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 pow 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 ah! yeah, <laughs> I don't know what your mind must you should have whooped your ass <laughs> Kelly rolling. Kelly, so let me go see what Tyson doing. Kelly was like, well, "Hold on, y'all." <laughs> the fact she said, "Hold on," it didn't come back is what kills me. That is black. That is black. Just be saying, "Hold on," and don't have no intention of coming back. Huh? I love the sample that opens this because "Profiles Liar" was my song. Tell me, why did you do this to me when we make plans for a family? Ah, uh, ooh. A cheater, a deceiver, heartbreaker. heartbreaker. I won't let you back in my life. So I'm so taking, taking the house, house the car, the kids, and the dog. I want it all. Hit music. I wanted them to be. And I also love that the young kids will possibly go back and mm -hmm. find out about this song. Cause this is like the original um, Brent Fayez. Oh God, and I don't really care for him. Cause he don't look like nothing. He don't sing like nothing. Um, one or the others. Show <laughs> <laughs> me why did you do this to me? I needed a little light. After we made plans for family. Oh. That I was my part. Another part that stole me in the face on this shit was I don't get if you're trying to keep up with that. If you kissing him, crazy how you really think that shit's cute, be embracing it. Oh. And again, another stray. Right. And Thug got on IG stories and, and said, fuck Summer. <laughs> and I wasn't yeah. mad at him for doing that because it's like, damn, you, I don't put a stray. All of that shit that they was doing, though, is promotion. Like, whether people feel a way or not, if they post her and tag her, it's going to make people want to know what that's about. It's going to make them go listen to the song. They're going to like it because the music good. She not lying. No. Thug got six kids. And him and London on the track used to hang tough at a point, if not to this day. Yeah. And it be like that. When you be seeing these crews of niggas, it do kind of give they all getting all these girls pregnant? Like, what is it? And it's not cute. And Jerrica got out alive. Not a baby in sight. I know that's right, Jerrica. I'm glad. Happy for her. I love Jerrica. I like a lot. Okay, Carlay. The dog. I like Young Thug a lot, but I don't... Now that I know more about his life, I just be looking at him crazy, if that makes any sense. Share more. Like... I didn't know certain things. So after I watched that Breakfast Club interview and he was like not even really able to speak, I was just, he contains multitudes in a way that I don't understand. Cause he has this like artistic side of his brain. And I don't mean like how everybody has when I mean like he actually is an artistic ass nigga. Yeah, he and is. he also has like the capacity of dope dealing, like street hood nigga shit, like regular ass, shoot him up, bang, bang been on the corner since he was nine looking out for the real g's like that type of shit grew into prominence that way and became like an actual thing as one of the youngest niggas doing it in in atlanta and bringing that to the music it's just Wait, like we also the other the other 
multitude is like he is queer in some way because he's very feminine and how he moves in the world like how he moves is very feminine he has feminine fashion taste as well yeah that's another level of him that just don't make like none of it makes sense to be all in one person right like you he talked about this conversation that he had with elton john because elton john's like long lost lover that passed away or something his name was jeffrey and he he sampled a song and i was just like what like you really don't never know what be going on behind the scenes with these artists that's why i like when they name drop like kanye did on that drink drink champs but mm-hmm. some of the re- the revelations that i got to from young thug i was be like alarming you be like what like what is what that happened like why are you hanging out with elton john yeah so like i just be looking at him like what is it really giving i'm always on a quest to understand what is it giving <laughs> it's like the 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 main question i have is what I'm always on a quest to know what is it giving. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> she really ate everybody else up on fucking fourth baby mama. She lays out everything that was going on with all of the women. And y'all know how I feel about that mama, that Cheryl Mack, that sex trafficker. <laughs> we almost had a full episode without her bringing her up. Well, the song dragged her, so guess what I'm gonna do? <laughs> Hmm. Damn, I ain't no niggas be out here trying to trap bitches. Never took me nowhere lavish till you seen Drake hop on the wedding. Listen. Cause like niggas be it's crazy because I just be knowing everybody business in like all of the sections of my life, family, friend, foe, whatever. Men really be bromancing to the point where they want to be each other. Listen, what, what money bag yo say? He said niggas will call a baby big bro if he got more money than him. Men are groupies for each other. It's real bad. It's real bad. Real bad. Mm-mm. Uh I have never seen these pictures of young thug before. The doll, okay. He looked like one of the people from the check it this like gay gang in dc it give marquette <laughs> it give he fight at marquette every saturday he got on that boy london hat a LeMay two-piece <laughs> skirt and crop top included some calf high baseball socks and some tims i'm ready to go right now Telling people that I'm your queen, but all you mean is just of R&B. Feel it, some. Listen, one of the white children, Nick, he texted me that line. He's like, oh, no. He's like, oh, she was wilding when she said that. She meant that. She did. She really did. Summer Walker has made her name well-known in the R&B industry through her soulful music. Her hits such as Playing Games and Cold Sweet Love keeps high on the Billboard chart. I love the annotations on Genius. Playing games don't play. Additionally, her debut album over it was certified platinum by the Recording Industry Association of America, peaked at number two on the Billboard Chart 200, and was the highest week streamed album for a female R&B artist. Yeah, she be really getting the girls together. I love that she ended. Was that, was that an annotation that she really gets the girls together? It should be. I'm going to add it right now. They're going to be mad at me. 
Willis would be like, you look like come back. <laughs> I love that this is the last song, like last true song on the album because at this point she was just like, fuck it. <laughs> Period. <laughs> I'm Listen, I don't got nothing more in me for you. You know when you get so poor, you just be sick of it. You ever been at that point, Muse, where you be like, all right, I really don't got nothing left. Yeah, depleted. Me at work daily. It's like, no, nah, I get it from a relationship standpoint. <laughs> <laughs> like when you get to the point where you don't care no more, like you ever, like you really be into somebody, you be like, oh my god, I'm so sad, and then you wake up one day, you just don't care. Yeah, it's crazy how that happens too. She done went through all of this this whole time, this timeline of storytelling on this album, track one through fucking tw- nineteen, and now she's like, I see you for who you really are. You never gonna change. I don't need to have shit to do with you. Period. Let me call Sierra and get the prayer. Hello, give me a new man. Let me find my Russell Wilson doll. Huh. And I mean, she didn't find a Russell, but I I have faith that she will. Why this girl in my mentions thought baby future was Russell's son? See? And I was like, no, that's future's baby, child. (laughs) Daddy is the baby. Hello? Only about me nice shit, big days just for Instagram flashing. You ain't give a fuck about me. You was just trying to cash in. Period. It's summer. Let's go to Katie make some. She beat. said, and where was you at claim to be at work, but them other niggas said they made your beat. So how that add up? Probably with one of your mamas, one through three. You claim that you had a ring for me. You was probably out fucking hoes. I love when she ends in the verse on shit that don't rhyme with nothing. <laughs> she was so fed up that it don't even matter. <laughs> She's so fed up that it do not matter. She called this man a clout addict. She said, gotta let niggas know that you have it. All you be doing is bragging. What what um what did y'all say he was on track feet and slides? Oh my god. So <laughs> ah! The group chat is ridiculous. Andre introduced us to these foot fetish fucking Instagram accounts. And London on the track feet be out in every picture now. I've definitely seen him on track feet and slides. But like, how many beaches is it in the world? Because like, the feet be out. You fall out of curious. Shit, because them toes have never seen, never seen a sundown, okay? They be out. They ain't never been in clothes in a shoe. He keep up his slide, boy. He love a slide. Like, he got all the designer slides that Essence has to offer. Let me go on his stories right now. Let me go annoying. That brings us to the actual closer of the album, Sierra's Prayer, which the internet has been begging for since the dawn of the new millennia. And I truly believe that that was her actual prayer. I don't care. I feel like she really, I feel like when Future finally packed up all his stuff and left the house and she's sitting there with baby Future and she just sitting on the floor in an empty house and she's just like, it's 11-11, God, please. I don't fully understand everything right now, but I know you have plans for me. Great plans for me. I'm hurting. But there's purpose in my pain. I'm going to put this shit on my mirror. Watch. 
She said the next thing about like my husband. Two <laughs> months later, with Russell, ate that. Hello, it, the feet are out. I told you, the feet are out. <laughs> and he be having on like Hermes, like they be saying. It be it be flops. It be. <laughs> Like that is uh barely a ballet flag. Uh huh. He 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 in saloon with that with that sex trafficker of a mama. Oh my god. We over here supposed to be praying with CC. Sorry, we. I ain't gonna waste my prayers on Cheryl Matt, but go ahead. Cover and protect us, Lord. I pray the next man in my life will be my husband. I pray that he loves me, leads me, guides me, reassures me. I pray that he holds me. I pray that I have everything I want and need in him. I pray he will love me the way that you love me. Your love is unconditional. You are the way, the truth and the life. That got on my nerves because she wanted to say the truth and the light. Lord, you say love is patient, love is kind. It is not envy. She was going off. No, I really believe she was crying and saying this. I see it. I definitely see that. I think And I just, again, I just love that she enlisted girls that had celebrity girls that are likable, that have been through Mm -hmm. what she's been through. And like Cardi was like, this is how you deal with the drama. And Sierra at the end said, this is how you move on to the Mm -hmm. next. Those, like I said, those being bookends to the story of her not only relationship, but like her onset to motherhood. Mm-hmm. Very, it was like the it was like the perfect foundation for the album to start mm-hmm. in, that, in that way. And I think those two women having such varying perspectives and outtakes and outlooks on it, and you see them being two very different types of mothers, but still having the same core values. It's it's important. It also made me feel like oh, some are gonna be okay. Yep. It made me in the in the album like, damn, she been through it, but like she's gonna be fine. She's exactly where she needs to be. And like I said, with this being a smart album, it not only was smart in its delivery, but it showed the the brain cell that she got and like the capacity mm-hmm. that she has within herself to to do right. So I was I was proud of her by the end of it because y'all know I sit in a very specific and nuanced place with Summer Walker because I want so much more for her performance wise. But I can't fault her musically. Like, I really can't. Because I like everything that she puts out. Oh, man. I think that Summer is now able to push back on any naysayers, anybody that Mm -hmm. says she can't sing, anybody that says she can't make a full-length song, anybody that says she can't put, she can't make real R&B, a full body of work, a real R&B. She's silenced them with this album, me included. Yeah. Now I'm left with nothing to do but stand. Yeah, I love that for you. Welcome. Happy to have you. She did it. I'm glad to be back in the fold. Because <laughs> you was on the outs. When we was listening to Over It for two years, you was, I was over yeah. it. But still over it. Came through the door. Waving a full four. Oh, I don't know. Album of the year R&B is getting tougher and tougher because every project that keeps coming out is so good. That it's hard to say, like, what's going to be album of the year? So, if we had to, if we had to rank um, out of five mics, how many mics are you giving still over it? I'm giving it five. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm giving it five. That was easy. I'm it's- giving it a, I'm giving it a four point five. Okay. 
I think that's fair. You also are like a newfound, okay, I see what she's capable of. So I'm like, I get it. But this, this is part of the course for where she needed to go for me anyway. So I'm just glad that she met me where I was at. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think for me, this is, in my mind, the natural progression from clear. And I think why I didn't like over it was because it was not a natural progression of what she did on clear. That's but still even, over it is. Over it as a body of work is a testament to the story we're listening to on still over it because she was so wrapped up in London that he took control over the music. Mm -hmm. While I think that he's super talented, it is monotonous. It was monotonous. It wasn't an evolution for her as mm -hmm. an artist at that time. We had already heard that she could do that. It was just better versions of what we already knew to expect. Mm -hmm. But this is varied enough for it to go down as like, okay, this is what we wanted. Because like I said, grave, unloyal, settle, uh, insane, circus. Like if you span her projects, there's songs you could pick apart where she could do that type of concert that she need to do. Mm-hmm. She needs to call us to consult, um, to, to do her set list. Oh, we love that. Because I need to hear Grave live. And she does do Grave live. Oh, she does? Yeah. I'm a little bit. Sing! <laughs> you, you, you. All in all, if you have not listened to Still Over It, do yourself a favor and listen to one of the most anticipated albums of the year, actually. Like, hands down. Hands down. People, the critically acclaimed doll baby. She's already breaking records and breaking dishes up in here all night. Uh-huh. So. I'm ready to see everything live. I'm so glad that oh. tour season album promo rollout is picking up for her. Because the way that Billboard is looking, she could take any of these songs to these shows. She could literally do whatever she wants to. I don't know what the next single is going to be. Because people are saying no love, people are saying unloyal, people are saying bitter. Okay, what songs do you want to hear live? Let's uh, let's close with that. I want to hear Constant Bullshit live. Need to hear Constant Bullshit live. Immediately. I'm about to actually start harassing her in her, in her DMs. Please. I'm a tagger at everything we post about this. She better see it. Yeah, I need to hear Constant Bullshit live. I need to hear Circus live. I need to hear You Don't Know Me live. Ooh, you don't and know I me. need to hear um, Unloyal. I need Ari to be there. Yeah, I definitely want to see her perform the features with the feature artists. I feel like Toxic might actually be wind up being a single. Hmm. Oh, because of Lil Dirt? Mm-hmm. Interesting. I hope that she likes whatever the next single is, because I'm tired of hearing her mouth. But the streets I heard said that she wanted it to be um, um, that she wanted the first single to be toxic. I don't know if that's true, but I saw somebody had posted that. Toxic, ooh, toxic, yeah, I love that. It's the ooh, why did she do that? Like, what made you do that? Uh, a hitmaker, we love it. So, if you haven't checked the album out. Going on and do that. Do that now. She's going to be all up and through the playlist, so take a listen after this episode. Uh, clock in, tap in, and tell us some of your favorite songs. 
Yeah, let the people know. Talk back. We love when y'all be yin 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 in the comments. Well, I'm about to go actually play the album now. <laughs> and I'm about to listen to it on the Stairmaster. So there's that. So um, happy still over it season. <laughs> for the, from now until the when end. And you stab a nigga in his throat for no reason. Oh my God. <laughs> it says season. You know that's on my city girls? Yeah, you're ghetto. Oh. Bye. So it's summer. Bye, Samurai. <laughs> Summarize. <laughs> I hate it here. Oh, God. We definitely need to do these more often. Those things you did I didn't recognize How much they hurt me Oh yeah, I blamed it I would apologize Was I being too difficult For complaining For the pain I was dealing with But catching you in different lives But you would deny Cold faced it But you find a way to make it back But as much as I refuse My heart is still asking Do you Do you